0: listening to Let's Stay Together, a podcast about Fruits Basket by Natsuki Takaya. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today, did you know, (laughs) last (laughs) time, I realized we didn't say anything, but that was our 10th episode. (laughs) It's kind of a milestone, I guess. (laughs) Woo! I don't know, I was excited. I was like, oh, 10 when I numbered it and then released it. (laughs) Or like made notes for it, but we did not talk about it. It's
1: a good number, got a zero on the end.
0: Yeah, it's good. We made it to, uh, I don't know, how old are you when you're 10? We made it to like... (laughs) can you say how old are you you're 10 i meant <laughs> i meant what grade are you in when you're 10 <laughs> i was gonna say we made it to like we made it to like fourth grade or something but i never obviously never made it that far because i don't know how old you are when you're 10 <laughs>
1: it's going well
0: we should stop recording at night that's the problem if the sun goes down Uh, all hell breaks loose in the recording studio and by studio I mean closet in my case (laughs) uh so I forgot to mention it last week it's episode 10 we we made it to episode 10 and beyond so that's nice I think it's pretty awesome we also have almost 100 followers now on tumblr I haven't checked recently I think it's like 95 I'm gonna look right now Mm -hmm. we have 94 followers now which is exciting, yeah. I think. Yeah, I know. Almost 100. I'm surprised. Everybody tells six friends. Yeah. <laughs> if everybody tells six friends, then that'll Collectively be. Collectively tell six friends. Listen, I went to fourth grade. I mean, <laughs> 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 if, if everybody tells at least, like, you know, a third of a person, it'll be fine or something like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just wanted to say that we hit, or we're getting close to hitting some milestones slash hit a milestone in episodes. I thought it was nice. Also, I forgot to mention vocally that I have a new microphone so if it's feel you're listening you're binge listening and the sound changes really drastically between two episodes because I got a new microphone you're welcome now I can hear all my mouth sounds I didn't no just kidding (laughs) (laughs) you sound pretty good today sometimes Skype is a little weird but I feel Mm -hmm. like you sound pretty good so yeah we're also I wanted to say I know it's been a little while and normally I try to just like get all this junk out of the way so we don't have a lot of um updates or stuff but if, I'm just going to throw it out there that if you're enjoying this podcast and you haven't yet, it's helpful if you like add a rating or review or subscribe or like follow the podcast like on Spotify if you're listening um, or any other podcast platform of your choice. It is helpful and I think it helps people, you know, find stuff that they're looking for. So, and your reviews and comments are all wonderful and of course much appreciated by us. Today we're discussing chapters 21 and 22 of the Manga Fruits Basket. You know, in case you didn't hear at the front that I said that this is a Fruits Casket podcast. You're no, like
1: halfway
0: through the episode I'm going, what the hell is Who is she, Gure? We're going to do our summary, our regular discussion, and then our spoiler discussion. So if you haven't figured out by now that that's our format, that's also our format what we're going to do today. <laughs> I guess it could be the first time you're listening to an episode, but hey, welcome to the podcast. I <laughs> uh, mean, it's like, huge Ayame
1: fans and they're like screw the rest of the series i just <laughs> listening to the Ayame
0: chapters I gotta wait till Ayame is here well guess what he's fucking here <laughs> he's here <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you swear <laughs> I'm a good girl <laughs> <laughs> right
1: <laughs> I think I'm actually the first one who sweared on the podcast so really
0: oh I should go back and I said that.
1: everything about Akito is deeply fucked I think that was the first it's possible because we weren't sure what we were going to do at that point, and I guess I
0: made the decision for us. Well, I, I don't know. As soon as I looked at it, I was like, I got to figure out how to mark explicit on these, because I knew that it it would be my choice to use swearing, so it's fine. Whatever, we're good. You mark that e, and it's fine. That it's they listen at your discretion to my swearing Toru dialogue from like whatever three episodes ago. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, let's actually talk about Yame for all the people who are Yame fans who are turning in, tuning in now and haven't been listening until now. <laughs> welcome. Yes, welcome. Chapter 21 opens. Toru is helping Yuki in the garden, which I thought was very sweet. She asks what will be ready to pick in May, and he says, you know, turnips, carrots, chives, and strawberries, which of course is exciting for Toru. Toru says she can't wait, and Yuki says that he can't either, and he smiles his genuine smile. Tourist sneezes conspicuously, although she didn't cough blood into a handkerchief delicately, so we know she's not going to die, as we <laughs> decided before. Yuki not asks, today. "Not today." Yuki asks if she's okay, and she says, "Yes, it's April, but it's still cold." Yuki suggests that they that she head home since there isn't much left to do, and uh, she's about to protest, but then he also adds that he's hungry. And I think it says his tummy rumbles or whatever. Isn't there a little like sound effect?
1: Yeah, it's a little rumble. <laughs>
0: On her way to the house, Toru thinks back to the other day. It's been several days since their surprise encounter with Kido at school, but Yuki has remained cheerful, and that's good. Her thoughts are interrupted when she sees a pile of clothes mysteriously on the ground. She kneels down and picks up the clothes and pauses, wondering why they might be there. It's curious. And still clutching the clothes, she looks up in shock and wonders, could it be another member of the Zodiac? It's it's really slow again. It's kind (laughs) of like the... The ping pong scene, the from the hot spring adventure, where it bounces and then she turns back and she's like, "I missed." It's kind of <laughs> I felt like it was kind of the same pace. As she realizes this, something slithers up her leg. Yuki hears her scream from far away and comes to check on her. And when he finds her, he asks what's wrong, and she stutters. S- and he's like strawberries, which is like the same, also the same joke as earlier when she was like a funny and he was like a fork or whatever <laughs> <laughs> um, in that other episode or that other whatever chapter. Uh, if you were wondering what he said, because I thought. It was funny that he's like, strawberries. Like, Yuki, she's clearly not going to say strawberries. Like, <laughs> why, why would you think that? In Japanese, she says, na, 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 and Yuki's like, na, which means vegetables, which is funny. Anyway, so it's just a silly, I guess. What was she
1: starting to say then?
0: Nani, something, something. Like, something. Nanika is like, something. Something's in my clothes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nani is what? Nanika is something. So, mm. yes. Something's in my clothes, she says <laughs> on that note. <laughs> and in, uh, in that, at that moment, a white snake slithers out of the back of her dress. Yuki, Toru, and the snake share a stunned silence. <laughs> <laughs> at Shigure's house, we come back to Shigure's house, and Kyo grumbles that he's hungry, and he's like standing in the kitchen, like itching his gut or scratching his gut. I feel like he's done that a couple of times, and I keep noticing <laughs> it, and I think it's weird and funny. Shigure assures him that Toru will be back soon. Kyo says that he'll make something for himself, and Shigure, of course, uses this as an opportunity for a prank.
1: Because Kyo is the only other person in the house who can feed himself. Uh, Yeah,
0: basically Shigure is like, whatever, I'll just wait till Toro comes back or I'll die. I mean, it's like one or the other. (laughs) Um, Shigure says, here, have some of this. Handing Kyo a bowl of all his favorite ingredients. Miso, chives, and onions. (laughs) And Kyo is like, or he's like, it'll hold you over until dinner time. And Kyo slaps the bowl out of Shigure's hand and screams, damn it, quit making fun of me. Fortunately, mostly for Kyo. The sound of the door slamming and hustled stomping heralds the return of Toru and Yuki. Shigure is surprised, as the white snake from earlier is quickly thrust into his face. Skin him. Barbecue the bastard, says Yuki, face full of rage. The snake the snake. The whole time that all this is happening has his little eyes closed like it looks very chill. "Aya," <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah? Shigure asks. Yuki continues to strongly recommend skinning the snake, but Shigure gets him to calm down. <laughs> Later, we see the snake kind of curled up on a cushion, and Shigure closes the door. And He introduces the snake as Ayame Soma, the snake of the Zodiac, and explains that when it's cold, he transforms, perhaps because snakes can't handle the cold and they hibernate in the winter.
1: Science note, they don't <laughs> hibernate, they brumate. What does that mean? It's a slightly different form of dormancy that reptiles and amphibians do.
0: Can you say that again?
1: Brumate broomate
0: not hibernate oh
1: today i learned that's interesting they basically like they chill out for a long time but sometimes it's sunny so they get up in sun for a while and then they go back and chill and they have to get up and drink water and stuff i'm like just sleeping all the way through the winter like mammals do this
0: has <laughs> been animal break with kayla and Ellen. <laughs> should i tell them about hagfish No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway It's kind of like, I guess this is like how they transform when they're weak. This is the snake version of that. Mm -hmm. We had a little discussion on the blog about how rats have uh, respiratory problems and that it was maybe like a possibility that Takaya researched this and knew this and included it when building Yuki's character. Like maybe this is another one of those things. It's a little more direct that it's like Mm -hmm. in his snaky form, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, but I guess he does transform when he's like cold, when he's like Mm -hmm. from a human to a snake.
1: Yeah, like he doesn't. It's not necessarily that he's like weak like other situations. It's strictly the cold for him. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure he also transforms when he's weak, but. Mm
0: -hmm. But it's like in addition to that, also the cold. Yeah. Yes. So Shigeru goes on to explain that he, Hattori, and Iyame are around the same age and they went to school together. And the three of them make up the one, the only Mabedachi trio. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, did you ever. I I never looked this up before, as far as I remember. I did,
1: like, just this week. (laughs) Yeah, me too. So.
0: Uh, Mabudachi just means best friends. I
1: yeah, don't know. It's like old-fashioned slang for <laughs> yeah. best friends,
0: I guess. <laughs> yeah, according to the internet, it's old-fashioned. And I just thought mm-hmm. it was funny. It Apparently it was, like, really trendy in, like, the, like, 80s and early 90s, which is, of course, like, when this series was authored. So it makes sense. But yeah, I just think it's really funny. I was like, oh, I never, how come we never looked this up before? Like, of all <laughs> the things. Just accepted it. So yeah, anyway, Mabudachi just means best friends. So... Kyo is like, what does he mean by one and only? And Yuki is like, poor Hattori, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Shigure asks uh, what Yuki was upset about, and Yuki says it's so disgusting that he doesn't even want to say. Shigure is like, come on, this is your big brother you're talking about. No one responds, of course, but half of you behind Toru is like, eh. Like, there's another one of those, like, chibi yeah. panels. It's like another slow <laughs> joke. Like, Takai's really hitting it on with this joke mm-hmm. in this chapter.
1: She's enjoying the beat panels in mm-hmm. this
0: chapter. And so am I, frankly, because all of them are yeah. funny and adorable. Like, the one where Tor was holding the clothes is, like, so cute. Yeah.
1: I like this one because there's, like, the only changes that her mouth drops open. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's really awesome. A puff sound from the other room signals that Ayame has transformed back to his human form. Um, And we see his feet, the ruffle of clothing, and we hear the boisterous dialogue. Please allow me to explain myself. My body was extremely cold earlier. I was merely looking for warmth. When I sense someone with warm skin approaching, can you blame me if my survival instincts took over? The door slides open to reveal a tall, handsome, and light-haired man. Greetings, everyone, he says. Have you been well, little brother? Toru thinks that he looks like an older version of Yuki, which is true, I think. (laughs) If he had a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Yuki sasses him and Kyo is like, What did he do to you, Tatoru? To and I thought it was cute that they're like protecting her again. I made him mm-hmm. my note that says, Oh, they're protecting her again. Oh. Aw. Yeah. So- <laughs> you
1: know, and Toru is wisely like, uh, how do I say this without making him want to kill somebody? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> oh my, Ayame says, Kyonkichi really is here and Kyo is like, Stop calling me that <laughs> Shigura and Ayame exchange greetings. They haven't seen each other since New Year's. You didn't cheat on me while we were apart, did you, gure Ayame says to Shigure. Why would I do something like that? Ah, oh, yeah, he replies. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone's enjoying my Ayame voice acting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, they say in unison, and you can kill her like, what's all right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they say, yosh, that's what's in the anime. Yeah. I didn't look it up, but anyway. I remember um, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's unforgettable, this scene. Toru thinks, at least his personality is very different from yuki <laughs> Ayame says that he came here, he came there to meet Toru, and they exchange greetings. He does, also when the, he like bows, he does like this sweeping bow with his arm, <laughs> like his arm is different. Um, well, 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 Ayame says, you must be the princess, the single flower that blooms in a house of filthy men, the captive princess. And Shikori is like, she's hardly captive. <laughs> yuki tells Ayame to stop making fun of Toru, and the Yame replies, how rude. I'm showing her respect. And then he promptly sits down and says, now, would her highness make some tea and hurry up with lunch? And they're, they're <laughs> like, even Shigure is like, or Kyo and Yuki are like, that's not respect. <laughs> even Shigure says, oh yeah, you're treating her like a maid. And he's like, am I? Very well, take your time. Kyo is like, that's not what he meant. Yuki, his head and speech bubble, both covered with popping veins, says nothing. <laughs> Ayame is like, what? You're so picky. torakun he says, and stands up and takes her hand. Let's go out to eat. And they scamper off. She protests. He says not to worry; it's his treat. And they make a quick escape, leaving Shigure and Kyo mm. and Yuki, and Kyo and Yuki glare. Yeah.
1: And this is one of my favorite panels in the chapter, which is just this little tiny corner panel that has the sound effects as I am is dragon tore away, rattle rattle, ha ha ha, slam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it happens very similarly at the end when he leaves too.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, ha, 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 <laughs> yeah there's, slam. Like, there's like a. Like a- <laughs> like a stomp 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 ha 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 or something yeah
0: exactly like Like every time he makes an exit he's like ha 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 it's great yeah (laughs) shigure uh kyo and yuki glare and shigure is like it's no use getting mad at me (laughs) we cut to a chinese restaurant where ayame has taken toru um and also i guess side note as they're sitting down the staff are like is that a guy i don't think so so it's like the same (laughs) like joke as yuki or like kind of like i remember the one that i remember is like when yuki goes to visit Toru's family, and the mm-hmm. the cousin is like, is he a guy? Like, the whole time. Yeah. Ayame says that he will be having gyoza, and Toru is hesitant again. He turns to her and caresses her cheek, saying, are you saying you'll refuse food that I buy for you? And she's like, no, no, that's not what I meant. So then he, of course, orders gyoza for both of them, so <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get a chance to get a word in edgewise. She's like,
1: it's all happening so fast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's overwhelming. I think Ayame can be quite overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> says that Yuki never said that he had a brother who was in the Zodiac, and gasps and asks if Shigure and Kiyo have siblings too. Ayame says no, they're both only children, um, and also he says it's not surprising that Yuki didn't say anything because they don't get along, or rather, they're not very close. He explains that he and Yuki are 10 years apart, and soon after he was born, he was isolated because of his illness. It was so bad, Ayame says. I only remembered in passing that I even had a brother. I grew up doing whatever I wanted, and by the time I came around, there was a deep-imposing rift between us, he says. Yame goes on to explain that he came to Shigure's house to check on Yuki. Akito, as we saw in last chapter, is an object of terror for Yuki, and Ayame heard that Yuki saw Akito at school the other day. He was concerned that he was depressed recently. But when Ayame got to Shigure's, he found that Yuki was so cheerful. He goes on to say, to be honest, I was disappointed. I thought I might get a chance to be more of a big brother for him you regret it Toru asks and Takaya every time sometimes we come across these scenes where like I describe like and their face looked like this and their face looked like that but Takaya mm-hmm. draws these faces that have so much mixed emotion sometimes especially in these mm-hmm. two chapters that we're talking about right now that I was like I don't I don't know so Ayame smiles this kind of dejected I would call it rueful Rueful—that's a good way to describe it. I said dejected, maybe nostalgic? Question mark. Smile. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like he's like reminiscing or something. It's mm-hmm. kind of like it can't be helped. Yeah, yeah. I think rueful is a good word. But yeah, there's so many. There's a couple of panels. Where I'm just like, I don't know. It's like I understand what that. I have. I feel an emotion looking yeah. at that face, but I can't describe mm-hmm. it sometimes.
1: Yeah, It seems you can kind of you understand like on the like human empathetic level, but you can't quite put it into words.
0: Yeah, it's kind of amazing that she can do that with ink i think Mm -hmm. like just in general he says suddenly when you get older the things you didn't understand when you were a child start to make sense you start to understand rather than just regret he says that makes him want to repent and erase the ignorant self from his childhood closing his eyes now and clasping his hands thoughtfully he says maybe that's what they mean when they say that adults are selfish did you notice how long his eyelashes are in this scene (laughs) they're so long (laughs) I just have to pause to say, when I looked at his face, just saying. He's an eyelash viper. Eyelash what? Viper? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're so long. Tor says that her mom said, when you become a parent, you understand for the first time what a parent feels. But what you really need to understand and shouldn't forget is what it feels like to be a child. The first time you did a somersault, the first time someone got really mad at you. If you can remember how you felt when you were a child, even when you're an adult or a parent, then you can understand each other. Even if it's not 100%, you can meet each other halfway, she said. We see also that Tora's memory of her mother continues. She remembers her saying, Thinking that way reminds you that life is fun. Tora snaps out of her memory and stutters, and with her fist clenched and a serious expression, she says that what she means is that Ayame and Yuki should meet halfway from now on. <laughs> this is a great <laughs> face, also. Uh, and then we see another kind of like ghosty silence panel on the next page, our, stick- our ghost figure people. That indicates silence, and after that, Toru apologizes, and Ayame is like, don't be sorry. I was just thinking that that was a beautiful thing to say, he says. Yes, my mom is the best in the universe, Toru replies excitedly. And while Toru glows, he thinks, actually, I was referring to you. (laughs) Ayame says, now I see. I think I figured out why Yuki is so cheerful. It starts here for us, too. I guess I should try to think as you do. Please continue to honor your friendship with Yuki. Toru's eyes are wide, and we see her thoughts. At that time, Ayame-san was... But of course, this, as Takaya has wanted to do, the narration is cut, and then we cut back into another scene. Um, the scene transitions to Toru arriving at home. Yuki greets her and asks, asks if she's okay. I guess they've been worried about her. I don't know why they're so worried about her being with Yame. I guess they're just, Yuki just doesn't. Well, well, I guess we'll get to it. But Yuki immediately asks if she's okay, and that he asks if his brother caused her any trouble, and she says no, he treated her to, to Kyoza. We see Kyo coming down the stairs as well. Um, And Toru asks, Yuki-kun, do you hate your brother? And, eh, Yuki says. And she's like, sorry, I shouldn't have asked. He says, it's not so much hate. Um, It's kind of a sore spot for me because I don't quite understand what he's thinking. And we see, in a bubbly speech bubble, if it's a sore spot, we should heal it. We need to meet each other halfway, my little brother. And Toru, and especially Yuki, look a bit surprised as a determined-looking snakey Yame appears from within Toru's dress again. <laughs> His little face
1: is adorable. It's got like little. I love how eyes. I love how she draws, like the like chibi snake when she's not putting yeah. as much detail on it, which just like scribbly lines that like aren't the same <laughs> width apart or anything. Yeah, it's really <laughs> like, funny. The little bulb at the end. It's like that's a snake. Yeah,
0: it's definitely a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more of a snake than a snake, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it appears uh, that the snake kind of like Ayame swirls kind of around Toru's head, and he explains that he transformed again in the cold. You're not a brother or anything else to me, Yugi screams, and we hear the sound of a fight. <laughs> the continuation. I love
1: in the, the panel where Toru is explaining that he got cold and transformed, and the snakes get too cold, they die. And then there's an Ayame usual going, Because I'm a snake! Yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was really funny. <laughs> we see a continuation of Toru's thoughts uh, overlaid over Ayame with a satisfied and caring smile, like the smile that she was actually seeing at the Chinese restaurant because it was cut off before it was just like uh, the bottom of his face or something oh Yuki-kun if only you could have seen a Yame-san he looked like an older brother and he smiled at the end of the chapter (laughs) sneaky Yame with little bandages (laughs) has curled up around Shigure's neck and asks where he may sleep tonight (laughs) that's the end of chapter 21 (laughs) for once Kyo is not getting beat up by Yuki, it's somebody else (laughs) yeah it must have been a nice break for him.
1: <laughs> All right, Not for long, though. No. Ch- As we see at the very beginning of Chapter 22. Yeah.
0: <laughs> chapter 22 begins with Kyo ignoring the beeping of an alarm clock. It's like three panels of beeping, <laughs> which is awesome. Kyo slowly rolls over, and to his shock and horror, he discovers Ayame in bed with him. Ayame snuggles him close and says he's still sleeping, and Kyo is like, I'll kill you! And we see Ayame <laughs> running off. <laughs>
1: i think that's actually torus startling awake oh hold on let me look Uh, uh, uh. it looks like torus bangs
0: oh yeah you're right i always thought it was (laughs) Yame running away that's really funny (laughs) (laughs) that's even funnier yeah they're wearing different clothes i don't know why i never noticed that (laughs) yeah you're right toru like wakes up and she's like what (laughs) which is great (laughs) (laughs) and the theme song plays no i'm just kidding yeah (laughs) On the next page, we see them all sitting at the table. Ayame is covered in bandages, of course. (laughs) He complains that it was his only choice. Yuki locked his door, and Shigure would have kept him up all night. And Shigure is like, no, no, not in front of the children. And Yuki is like, ignore, ignore, or whatever.
1: (laughs) I have a side note about this page. Yes. Uh, What's with the bunny in the corner? That is weird.
0: (laughs) I looked at it, like, three times, and I was like, what is this supposed to be? Like, it's very odd. I mean, it's the same texture from another chapter in this
1: yeah and it's related to momiji in the other chapter yeah. which makes sense funny textures i don't know if they just
0: <laughs> <They're> just...
1: <laughs> just wanted to fill the space i don't know
0: <laughs> what i imagined in my head was that was the print that was on the bandage <laughs> that's my <head laughs> explanation for it <laughs> yeah it's a weird filler maybe there was something there in like the maybe something needed to be there in the original print or something like an ad or like a barcode or something i don't know I I don't I but yeah but then why fill it with a bunny like it's very odd. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I bet it I don't know, it's very conspicuous. I wonder if it's like just a placeholder for something, but yeah, it is really bizarre though. Anyway, Kyo wants to know how long Yami's planning to stay there, damn it. And Yami responds, "Don't worry. I'll be staying in Torhouse's room tonight." And Yuki and Kyo are both like, "Go home." <laughs> <laughs> we learn uh in Toru's monologue that it's been 3 days. So Yami has been staying there for 3 days. <laughs> And of course, because of that, the rift between he and Yuki has only gotten wider. Later at school, Toru is telling Haru Momiji about Ayame staying, um, and in yet another adorable chibi panel, Haru is holding (laughs) up his finger to, like, let a butterfly land on it. Yeah. (laughs) I looked at it for a long time, too, because I was like, is he, like, giving someone the finger? And then I was like, oh, there's a tiny butterfly there. <laughs> like,
1: Fuck this
0: butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with him, it could be either way. It's very difficult yeah. to tell. <laughs> so, but yeah, the butterfly is there. And then there's, like, another, um, when Yuki walks by in, like, two seconds, which is what I'm about to say, the butterfly is still there, which is awesome. Anyway. <laughs> later. So... Momiji says that he'd like to go visit Ayame again, or he'd like to go see Ayame because he hasn't seen him since New Year's, but then he kind of backtracks and he's like, well, maybe I shouldn't get in the way of brothers bounding, and Haru corrects him to bonding. <laughs> and for those of you playing along at home, it's another mispronunciation pun on Momiji's part. Do you want but me to it's tell you? To be
1: like something about his like being bilingual. I think so. Like, so he mispronounces some things.
0: Yeah, I think it is. The more that I look at his dialogue, it's supposed to represent something about the way that he talks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: we're coming up to a chapter with momiji soon like next episode will include some backstory about momiji we should talk about it then but yeah i think it's interesting yeah. like his his voice his like his dialogue is really interesting to me like because of that it has a lot of things that are written in a way that is like not the normal way you would write it and he has this habit of pronouncing things incorrectly and then in this case mm-hmm. haru corrects him which is funny yeah
1: I kind of get the impression that he learned German first and then Japanese, which I is kind of interesting. It is it's, very interesting. Like, he, like, the way he's shown speaking makes it seem like German is his native language, like, because he, like, slips into it and mispronounces his Japanese.
0: It certainly implied that that's the case. Mm-hmm. For sure.
1: Which is kind of interesting. you think they'd have Osoma children, like...
0: Especially because it... I mean, who knows? I don't know. We don't know that much about him at this point. Like, maybe mm-hmm. he didn't live in Japan. Yeah. I think he says that he... I mean, he currently lives inside, but I'm... Um, I'm not sure if he lived outside before or lived some- in Germany or something before. Cause it's not really yeah. clear at this point. But yeah. Anyway, I do think it's something about his character. something that I never noticed before. Mm-hmm. It's very prominent. Anyway, so yeah. yeah I think, it it I think when out.
1: I was first reading it through, I assumed they were just like weird translations of Japanese puns. But since it's consistently <laughs> mispronunciations and only uh-huh. with Momiji, yeah. it just seems like a, a character trait rather than a Yeah, I
0: think so. Fun thing. <laughs> I think you're right. I just, I never really noticed it. I have to yeah. say, I didn't pay that close attention to his dialogue, but then when I started trying to, like, look for those puns, now I see it a lot more, so it's cool. I don't know, I feel like I learned something. I learned about snakes, and I learned about Momiji's <laughs> dialogue, I learned about Japanese. <laughs> so nice. Anyway, Momiji asks how Yuki's doing, and on cue, Yuki passes in front of them, sort of, like, slumped over, and the three yeah. stare. The butterfly hovers in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Momiji asks if he's sick, and Toru is like, uh, and Haru stands up and he's like, I see. Really? Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> Toru, I think she, doesn't she look at him with a little, like, question mark? Just, yeah, just got a question mark
1: dialogue <laughs> bubble.
0: Momiji asks uh, if it's okay for Yame to leave his shop for so long, and Toru asks about the shop. Haru says that he sells outfits for nurses and stewardesses and maids and stuff. <laughs> Silent ghost figures, again, show us that the moment of silence that passes between... Toru and Haru and Momiji and eventually Toru asks, he sells dresses? Question <laughs> mark? <laughs> Haru isn't sure. Momiji says that Aya says that he sells romance.
1: <laughs> There's also a little note next to that panel that says out of the Council of Three comes wisdom. Yes!
0: <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to write that down. Yeah, it's so good. I think it's really funny that they're so naive about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really great. Yeah. <laughs> Later at Shigure's, the gang returns from school. Shigure and Ayame are looking at a photo album from their school days. Wow, Toru says. She thinks to herself, that and Shigure look so young, and Ayame looks just like Yuki, which is true. Like it's really interesting how the drawing is so specific that it, like, you can tell that it's it looks like Yuki, mm-hmm.
1: which is really cool. Yeah, especially like that side view one at the bottom of the mm-hmm.
0: page. Yeah. Toru comments on his long hair, and Ayame says, "Of course, yes, he kept it long, but it was against school rules." Yuki refuses to look at the photos, and so Ayame decides that the next logical step is to explain why he was able to keep his long hair. (laughs) We see a flashback. It's just after their high school orientation, and the principal has called him in to tell him that he needs to have his hair cut by tomorrow, and that he'll call the head of the family if he doesn't. I come from a royal family, Ayame responds. (laughs) The principal is like, huh? And he says, I've been hiding it until now, but there's a country to which I must return. What? Says the principal. Ayame says, if you must know, my hair has to be long because it is said that the first king, the Honorable rurubara received a message when he was the age of four. It was from Kandora-sama, who illuminates the four directions with gold and red light. And when Kandora-sama chanted, maruru his forehead shone with a blue light. And like a pony struck by Rurubara-sama's R- honorable person, was liberated. And with a wave of warm compassion, like the trees that bend in a light breeze, his supple tresses grew. Now, meanwhile, Kashiparu-sama was in his chamber sleeping peacefully like a flower waiting to bud. It gave his voice to the pain that was in his heart. Kampaniru. Kampaniru, the tongue of my people, means come forth, ocean of God's power. Go forth, veneration. The principal is like, er, uh, just.
1: I really like when the principal is like, I-, I have to be somewhere. And Hayame Garazuma's the shoulders, like, I'm not done explaining about Kano sama Yeah. He's like, okay, you can have long hair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And then the Ayame continues in the present. And so with that explanation, I was allowed to have long hair,
1: which is awesome. (laughs) And Tori was like, you're from a royal family? Yeah.
0: Kyo was like, of course he was lying. So great. (laughs) Yuki is like, I can't believe it. And Shigure is like, you want to hear something even more unbelievable? (laughs) Aya was student body president. Of course, Ayame was incredibly good-looking and popular. While he was president, he made school fun. And we see a photo of him in a fabri- fabulous leopard-print coat and Hitori sassing him. <laughs> He's like, let's go. Yuki looks surprised. Shigure says he had a knack for it. Ayame says he thinks Hattori would have been a better president. Then, the regale of the children with the tale of that time on a school trip when some of the students went into a red-light district the chibi sketch of the trio is like it's so great kyo and yuki's souls are like flying out of their bodies and toru has like these big shocked eyes it's really (laughs) awesome uh the students of course got in trouble almost getting expelled but a meeting was called with the teachers the parents and the students and of course ayame as the student body president spoke up in their defense and now i return to the manga to read you another another (laughs) excerpt (laughs) They set forth in the red light district as minors, not a laudable action. Rules are made to be followed, it's said. If they are not, order is lost. However, if all sexual desire is denied, is it evil if we can't help but to regret it? Because humans bear the responsibility of multiplying and replenishing the earth, I believe that sexual desire is in part a desire to fulfill that obligation. Is that something to be ashamed of? Is it a sin? And there's like a little girl in the corner who's like, president. (laughs) The principal and some other teacher, the principal is thinking, Ayame-kun, you're usually, unusually serious today. And the teacher is like, so he was just playing dumb all this time. <laughs> Ayame continues, therefore, here and now I make a proposal to the underage youths who carry these carnal desires, to those who have no place within our vague rules, let us extend a hand of salvation. From now on, direct your passions at me. <laughs> As the elected representative of the Student Body Council, it is only a matter, of course, that I should shoulder all of their carnal desires furthermore if it comes from other men then even their guardian should be relieved now please lust after me and all the students who have been like in this like shining light or whatever the way they're drawn all respond of course we will ayame (laughs) continues to shout if it comes down to attack or accept i choose to accept and the two teachers stand up and they're like you idiot and they start to drag him off and they're like he really is such an idiot and while they're dragging him off, Ayame is like, No need to worry, Tori. I may appear fragile, but I'm in control. And Atori is like, <laughs> dot 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 dot. <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that was story time with Ellen. <laughs> yeah. And Ayame back in the present, of course, Ayame says, and so goes my wonderful story. <laughs> Kyo Assassin's Sim. And he's and um Ayame says, Thanks for that. Incident, everyone was saved from expulsion, and Kyo was like, How? And Shiguri reveals that, of course, Atori stepped into hell back and bailed everybody out after Ayame was dragged out. <laughs> in two extra sparkly panels, Ayame asks Yuki what he thinks. Yuki smiles and calmly replies, Get out. <laughs> <laughs> and Toru was like, The rift, the rift, or whatever in the background. They argue. Kyo and or Yuki are like sassing Shigure to get Ayame to leave and Shigure says that there's generally only one person that he'll listen to and of course on cue again Hatori arrives to collect Ayame and take him home. <laughs> he says that Haru asks him to come get Ayame and Ayame immediately stands up and takes off with Hatori without question. <laughs> Farewell my friends he says in a bubbly voice and ha 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 is his way out of the door leaving Shigure, Kyo, Yuki, and Toru in his wake. What the hell? Kyo
1: wonders. (laughs) Shigurei tells... I also want to note that Ayame offers to drive. Yeah. apology, and Hattori doesn't let him. And I'm not sure which one I'd rather drive me. (laughs) Hattori, who has no death perception, (laughs) and peripheral vision, or Ayame. Ayame. Yeah, I (laughs) know.
0: A good question. (laughs) Hattori is supposed to be the responsible one, but yet he is half blind, so... A good question indeed. This is like kind of those like, would you rather? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so outside, uh, oh Shigure tells us that Ayame looks up to Hatori, that he loves Hatori and admires him. Outside, Ayame apologizes for causing Hatori trouble, and he's like, "Well, you then you shouldn't do that stuff." Basically, <laughs> Ayame says he just can't get Yuki to open up, and Hatori tells him not to rush. Yuki's still a child, and there are a lot of things that he can't give up yet. Ayame says that Toru resembles Atori, and she spends her energy helping other people. I'm really bad at that sort of thing, he says, smiling. Ayame wonders how is it that Atori always says what Ayame wants to say, and he remembers the words, there's no rush. Later that day, I'm guessing, Yuki's helping Toru with the dishes, I and mean, when we see them kind of like mid-conversation. Toru says, but Yame's stories are funny, and Yuki is like, he's hopeless. Toru struggles to think of something else to say, and and meanwhile she's thinking, the rift, the rift, the rift. (laughs) (laughs) But Yuki continues, but to stick up for other people at his own expense, I guess that's pretty cool. Toru looks at Yuki, and then she looks at Kyo, whose back is to them, and smiles. We see the narration, overlaid. You should try to meet each other halfway. We cut to school the next morning where Yuki finds Haru, and he says, You looked out for me the other day. Thank you. Haru smiles, a big bright smile as well. And we see that narration ends. So the narration before said you should try to meet each other halfway, and then we see the end of that thought. Thinking that way is more fun. We see a tribute panel at the bottom of the page, showing Toru and Hana eating lunch. Um, And Toru asks, she's like, oh, I forgot. She asks Uo and Hana what kind of shop sells nurse and maid outfits. <laughs> and that's the end of the chapter. <laughs> I feel tired just talking in the Yami's place. I don't know how he can like <laughs> live his life that way.
1: <laughs> I want to open the discussion with you guys. I love Ayame so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to
0: start. <laughs> I feel like maybe my true personality is like kind of like Yuki or Hattori's, So I feel like in real life I'd be like, please don't. But I do. Yeah, he would be exhausting in real life. But... <laughs> he's a. Uh, he's also like, I think that he's very like kind and genuine. He's just trying mm-hmm. to make up for. He feels like he's trying to make up for lost time yeah. with Yuki, right?
1: hmm He's very true to himself, and he's very aware of his own flaws. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think that's that's pretty clear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like in what in some ways he's kind of. Uh, if like if you consider that sort of like emotional maturity, like he at least understands what his flaws are mm-hmm. and the things that he's done in his life that he wants to make up for, he's he's yeah. way ahead of some of the other <laughs> zodiac yeah. members. I feel like and kind of like what they're dealing with in their emotions. So
1: yeah, he's he's not very mature in the classic sense, but I think he's very emotionally mature. Like mm-hmm. you
0: said, <laughs> very like I think empathetic. He just mm-hmm. try- overdoes it. It's kind of like Kagura too, to a certain extent. Like it's his way of dealing with stuff, and mm-hmm. he hasn't learned another way yet but he knows that that's a... Well, I don't know if Kagura knows it's a problem, but he knows that it's a problem, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's just trying to connect with his brother.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I just always kind of enjoy characters who just kind of bowl everyone over with their personality (laughs) just by who they are. Yes, he definitely shakes things up. Mm Hmm.
0: I'm trying to... Do we learn anything about the curse? Like, regarding, I guess, Ayame and his transformation. So, I mean, we Mm -hmm. kind of talked about it, like...
1: Yeah, just kind of more of how their animal aspects kind of manifest, I guess. Mm Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's kind of... It manifests when he's uh, in his, like, human form as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Not unlike Yuki with his bronchial tubes. <laughs> yeah, because even, show yeah, they've got the panel where he's got the, the fabulous coat on. It's just like he wore <laughs> coats in winter. So.
0: Yeah, to be warm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. And he wanted to look fabulous, of course. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> did you know, I don't know if this has anything to do, and I didn't make a note about it, but did you know that white snakes in, in Japanese, like, folklore are supposed to be, like, the messengers of the gods?
1: Also, a classic rock band. Yes, of course.
0: (laughs) Isn't it one word (laughs) or is it two? Yes, white snake. (laughs) Also, I googled like white snake, and of course, there's like lots of cute photos of white snakes. In Japanese culture, the white snake often appears at the headdress. There's a specific goddess that has a white snake on her headdress. (laughs) Benzaiten. I've never. I don't know anything about this goddess. I just saw as well as looking this up. As the goddess of fertility, wealth, and good fortune, Benzaiten appears with a white snake as her messenger. Some believe that white snakes are messengers to the human world, shapeshifters that can move easily between the heaven between heaven and the underworld, and since it can shed its skin, the snake is believed to symbolically live for thousands of years. It's why they mm-hmm. believe that when a human encounters a snake, especially a white one, it's an extremely lucky omen. That's from one reference. I will attach it in the in the episode notes. But yeah, I don't I there's a white snake that appears in Kamisama Kiss or Kamisama mm-hmm. Jiyomashite, which is where I learned this fun fact. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the white white snakes have this kind of like connotation of that type of symbolism so anyway i don't know just throwing that out there it's a fun fact i don't think there's anything like in particular i guess it's just kind of part of his like zodiac form i always of my sneaky form is really cute and you were right that like the way mm-hmm. that she draws him is really funny sometimes yeah. it's just his little head or whatever i think one thing to discuss is that yuki we know that yuki was isolated when he was younger and we saw that akito said that akito would have maybe have to teach yuki a lesson by putting him in the special room just for him mm-hmm. last time I wonder if um, Ayame, so Ayame says that Yuki was isolated because of his illness. So I wonder if he knows about that or if he just thinks that Yuki was being isolated because of his illness or mm-hmm. or maybe it was a little bit of both. I don't know. Maybe Yuki was isolated and also he was maybe being abused by Aikido as well as we saw, as we it is, you know alluded to in the last mm-hmm. chapter that we read. But for sure, they didn't have a good relationship and they weren't close. It seems yeah. like they were physically separated, too. Mm-hmm. I guess another like kind of random thing. We're not really going through these topics in any good <laughs> order today, but I also like how Yuki and Toru do chores together.
1: <laughs> they yeah, were cute. they
0: yeah. were like cl- like working in the garden, and then he was helping her with the dishes. It was very charming. It's something I also never really noticed before.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I do think we can put uh, the idea of meeting each other halfway under our little themes themes section of the series. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're totally right. Especially, it's, um...
1: It's introduced with the whole thing with Ayama and Yuki, but it's, you know, Toru obviously kind of thinks of it in terms of Yuki and Kyo toward the end of the chapters. Yeah, she
0: has that and, there's one panel of him.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that's the last time it's going to be a theme. I doubt it.
0: Yeah, I doubt it will be the last time. Basically, like, I, I'm sticky with my theory of, like, whenever Toru's mom is there, that's a theme. That's, like, yeah. the... It's like Takaya saying, like, here is... So she almost, like, uses Toru's mom to pepper in this, like, meta information about this theme. So pretty much every time we see her, she's always saying something that's kind of, like... If it if it's, like, some wisdom from Toru's mom, it's almost always a theme, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree with you. I think in this case, there's based on what we've seen so far, there's sufficient evidence to support that. There's a lot of... I mean, this chapter, I feel like this one was also... Kind of, uh, there's a lot of like slapstick. There's a lot of stuff that happened though. Like, there was a part where I was writing notes. I just got kind of like when I think it's when Ayame or when Hattori comes to pick Ayame up, it was kind of like whiplash. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like they're like, get him out of here, and then Hatori shows up, and then Ayame leaves, and then Shigure is like, oh, Ayame, <laughs> the only person Ayame will listen to is Hatori. And then they're outside, and Ayame is like, how does he always know what I want to say, what I need to hear him say, or whatever? Like, it was, mm-hmm. like it was so fast. It was yeah. a lot of information to squeeze in, like, several pages. So we mm-hmm. saw a lot about Ayame's relationships with a bunch of people very quickly. Yeah. Like, he obviously has a close relationship with Shigure. They're, like, BFFs, as they said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mabuchi. Yeah. And he has this really intense respect and admiration of Hattori. Mm-hmm. And then he has Yuki, and he basically don't have a relationship at this mm-hmm. point it's one yeah. of estrangement it seems at least mm-hmm. although it's sort of at the end of the chapter yuki came around a little bit and i think ayame understands a lot of about things about yuki but maybe he doesn't understand ayame like it almost shows how he's a little bit more mature kind of like what we just talked mm-hmm. about yeah he's just trying to i guess what he doesn't understand is like how to connect with him like he mm-hmm. maybe he knows a little bit of what Yuki's feeling—it's like how Toru said, like in that moment, he looked like an older brother. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mm-hmm. think we might be able to interpret that. That might be stepping outside of what's in the text, but it seems like he kind—he yeah. kind of gets Yuki. He just wants—he wants something that Yuki's not ready to give him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, of course, like they have this <laughs> Kyo. He has this funny relationship with Kyo, which is, of course, yeah. like, one of sort of like animosity but more like joking animosity Mm -hmm. so he comes on and he's like oh kyokichi is here and he's like don't call me that which is great obviously implies
1: this is a conversation that's happened before clearly uh so
0: there you go i don't know it's a little bit about Mm yame and then he i think he in that conversation that he had with toru or like he said to hatoru that toru is kind of like him like maybe he's developing some respect and admiration for her too Mm-hmm. I also like the way that he said the way it's translated is like please continue to honor your friendship with Yuki and I thought that, that was really nice like he recognizes mm-hmm. that it's something that she cherishes. Yeah. So it was interesting even though it's all like mm-hmm. fun and games and Naomi is really funny and he's b- yeah. big and boisterous like you said and exciting. Um, there was a lot of like little character development which was nice too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We finally met him. Oh yeah if you were paying yeah. attention someone they mentioned Aya in a couple chapter one chapter and then we saw the back of his head when mm-hmm. they were talking about uh Hatori um about his seahorse for- sea yeah, Zodiac. Yeah, one of the
1: ones is the other one there with Shigure teasing him about it.
0: And if you weren't listening to spoilers before, we did talk about this already twice in the spoilers yeah. that it's it's a and We're like, I can't wait for him to show up. And now he's mm-hmm. finally here, which is nice. The Maburchi trio, yes. trio is reunited. The one the only Mabudachi trio is reunited. So great. Yeah. Oh, I guess another thing is that we also learned that Ayame has a shop.
1: Oh yeah,
0: and we heard he sells romance. Yeah, he sells romance, aka, Sorry. aka cosplay <laughs> outfits. <laughs> the scene with Momiji and Haru and Toru is like the yeah. uh, the best. <laughs> uh, Momiji said that Ayame lives outside as well, so mm-hmm. he, we know he doesn't live in the main house. Yeah, so that's some other stuff we learned. I don't know. We just I feel like we just got like you know. A chock full of knowledge about Ayame, yeah. so yep. welcome to the party. Ayame, it was an Ayame bomb,
1: yeah, it was
0: a, it was definitely a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any other uh, non-spoilery things to say.
1: No, nope, it's kind
0: either. of kind of short. I mean, like it's like when Kagura showed up, it was all like, here's yeah. Kagura, that's where, yeah. who she is, you know. <laughs> so it's the same with Ayame. We'll just see more of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a wrap for now. Uh, unless you stick around. I will play music and then we'll talk about spoilers. Uh, Next episode, we're going to talk about chapters 23 and 24. You can find us at staytogetherpodcast.com, staytogetherpodcast on Tumblr, staytogetherpod on Twitter. You can also email us. And thank you for listening and for all your support and always spreading the word and writing and reviewing. It's really awesome that we can connect this way.
1: Everyone Um, tell one third of a friend or whatever the (laughs) math
0: is. What's like 96 divided by 93 divided by 6. <laughs> Six divided by ninety-five. God damn it. I'm gonna I, just, <laughs> I came here to talk, not do math. <laughs>
1: like I went to art school, damn it.
0: I did. <laughs> I have a degree in colors and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Alright, we're back to talk about spoilers. I had a couple th- things that I wanted to say, I guess. <laughs> things. <laughs> uh, so, there's a part where Ayame says, I can't really explain it, but Akito is an object of terror for Yuki. And so I'm like, I wonder if he knew what Akito was doing. I mean, like, he knew what Akito was doing to Yuki, right? Like, at this point, doesn't don't he, Ashigure and everybody know what was going on with Yuki? Isn't that I why? think they know
1: now. I'm not sure if everyone knew at the time. He
0: definitely didn't know at the time. I think yeah. there's like a scene where it's like Baby Yuki being like, "Please help me, Toyama and Ayame." Like brushes him off, and I think that that's mm-hmm. um, that's like what he's trying to quote unquote repent for. Yeah. Right.
1: I think the like yeah. I think the I can't really explain it. it may have been like I can't really put into words or how he like, feels about Akito. Or
0: I can't <laughs> tell you. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the way. I interpreted yeah. it.
1: Yeah. I think he knows what happened now. Anyway. Yeah. Or at least to some degree I don't know if anyone knows exactly how bad it was
0: probably not I mean like they probably also mm-hmm. like they can't know how Yuki felt right like it doesn't yeah matter especially not a yame so because um, mm-hmm. he I mean he's he's kind but he's not he doesn't understand Yuki's perspective mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know if any of them know exactly what was going on but yeah I thought it was interesting how he's like well I can't really explain but he did come to check on Yuki which was nice yeah, so, yeah. I also thought it was interesting after the long hair story. The principal's like, well, I'll call the head of the family. And I was like, is he going to call, like, Akito, who's, like, six? <laughs> <laughs> but then I was wondering if maybe uh, Akira's still alive. I can't remember when um, Akito's father died.
1: He probably was at that point. I, I think
0: guess. he might have been. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. Akito was young, but still, like, you know, old enough to remember that mm-hmm. times.
0: And... Yeah, you're right. I think. I just thought it was mm-hmm. interesting. I So yeah. in my head, I imagined him calling baby Akito. Yeah. <laughs> and being like...
1: Yeah, I never uh, really thought of it. I remember I was looking at him passing. I was like, do they mean, like, the head of the whole family or, like, his parents? <laughs>
0: who knows? I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe they know. Like, didn't they go to a fancy private school or whatever? Maybe they know that there's mm-hmm. a head of the family or something. Like, I'm not really sure. Maybe they had to have some chat with the school about his hair in the first place. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that he specifically said that. Yeah. Um, and then I imagined it being baby Akito. <laughs> like, yeah. That's really funny. Um, but I think I think Akira was probably still alive back then.
1: Baby Akito's like on the phone with the principal going, fuck
0: you. <laughs> this world is black, goddammit, says Akito. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. just a random like, side note. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to think there's any other spoilery things.
1: I mean, there's a lot of little things that get developed yeah. more later. I am in mean, Yuki's relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get more of the backstory and yes. more of them, you know, learning about each other and figuring each other out. Yeah. yeah and you get kind of more of the the backstory for um and Hittori Yep. too. Yeah.
0: And there's just, like, more scenes of them that show their relationships, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have little stuff with, the like, the Kana stuff later on. Yeah, that's what Ayame's I was thinking of. The one he was, like, telling them about the wedding and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, and we go to Ayama's shop eventually. <laughs> yes!
0: I didn't want to say it, but... <laughs> Yes, we go to Ayame's shop, and then we'll get to meet Mine, which will be fun.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> They're all good. They're all good characters. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I yeah. also like that we get um, that Oyama was the student body president, and we know Yuki's going to wind up being yes. the student body president, which I think they actually talk about in one of their chapters.
0: And I also think it's interesting how Yuki, he reacted to that kind of strongly, Mm-hmm. he like lifted his head or something like his head was in his hand, and he like looked up like he was shocked like i wonder yeah. if he was thinking about it back then that he might, yeah, he might try have... to be student body president or something or, or like i don't know like
1: there's something about
0: that that connects with him and he's shocked
1: about it yeah i think it's part of like like he says he kind of respects at the end of the chapter he kind of respects that ayame is willing to mm-hmm. like put himself on the line to you know kind of look out for people that mm-hmm. he's responsible for mm-hmm so I think he, like, he kind of admires that trait in Ayame, and I think that's something he, like, tries to exhibit when he's student body president. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think it's also something that he just kind of, I think that's, like, part of maybe his, like, you yeah know, worldview. Like, he's kind of like that. He... Yeah, it's just something he respects. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so...
0: Like, Yuki, I mean, obviously, he has a lot of strugg- emotional struggles, but I think that he's mm-hmm. always trying to, like, do the best thing that he can do, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like he probably yeah. admires that in Ayame, too. hmm Something that he values. hmm that's kind of it Mm -hmm. it's all about Ayame all the time yeah it was fun though
1: he needed two whole chapters to himself he's just
0: that big (laughs) he definitely definitely did
1: yeah
0: (laughs) I like how he stayed there for like three days or four days I was like oh my god (laughs) I've never had someone invite myself even Shigure I think was a little bit like what you're gonna stay here and like Shigure Mm -hmm. is nominally his friend so he's mm-hmm. probably his, like, best friend other than Hattori. So, yeah, I don't know. He's great. It was great. It was good chapters. It was yeah. funny. We're going to need it because the next two are going to be real sad. So yeah. <laughs> you guys are in the spoilers so we can say that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Everyone talks, everyone was like, are we ready to cry for the Hatori chapter? But the next one is my big crying chapter. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was thinking it was, Uh, it's more intense, I think, even than the Hattori chapter. <laughs> so. Everybody get ready for next week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it fun.
0: It's going to be a great. <laughs> I think it'll be cathartic. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I've, I've run out of spoilers to say about Ayame, <laughs> so I guess this is it for now.
1: Ha ha ha, slam.
0: <laughs> scuttle, 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 stomp, stomp. Ha ha ha, slam. <Yep. laughs> it's the ending of our, of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I already said all the stuff where you can find us, so I won't bother you with that again. But thank you all for listening once again, and we'll see you next week. Bring your tissues. Yeah, everyone staying for the spoilers has to,
1: has to review us twice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> rate, right, review, and subscribe, and then also rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. ha 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 ha! Slam. <laughs> all right. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye
1: bye. Bye.